0: This episode of No Bad Food is brought to you in part by Whiskey Lane. Are you a producer of artisan food or drinks? Looking to get your name out there? Look no further. Whiskey Lane's team of social media, branding, and marketing experts is here to help. They'll take care of all that stuff for you so that you can focus on doing what you do best, making awesome products for your customers. Here at No Bad Food, we know that buying locally made products goes a long way toward making our world more sustainable, and that's why we're proud to be sponsored by Whiskey Lane. So, what are you waiting for? Grab your nearest artisan cheese or homebrewed IPA and run to whiskeylane.ca to find out more. And remember, that's Whiskey the Canadian way, without an E. Oh, you understand. It just takes- Today, we're talking all about subs. This topic was requested by one of my patrons, Patrick, over at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod. If there's a food that you are eagerly waiting for me to cover on the show, you can make that happen by heading to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and pledging as little as a dollar. Now, before we dig in, I want to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where I'm recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember when the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. I want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. The grinder. The hoagie. The hero. The $5 footlong. Whatever you call it, the sub-sandwich is, objectively, a beautiful thing. Another beautiful thing is the guest that I've brought in to talk about that very sandwich with me today on the No Bad Food podcast. My guest today is, of course, Giovanni Colantonio. Giovanni is a writer for all kinds of tasty video game publications giovanni is also a co-host of the left trigger right trigger video game book club podcast giovanni is also a co-host of my heart giovanni hello
1: <laughs> hi and and also you forgot to say i'm this show's resident uh food crime correspondent
0: oh god damn it that's right food crimes <laughs> Food crimes. Food that's crimes. my thing. That's
1: my that's my whole shit. Uh I here's the only anecdote I have about that intro, and it's not that interesting. But I just figured I would say it anyways. You mentioned five dollar footlong. Uh, do we we all remember, folks, the jingle, the five dollar footlong jingle, right? Oh yeah, and five dollar footlong. That like song. I had a friend, a friend's band in high school, who covered that song for like twenty minutes, like at a live <laughs> show. It was just twenty minutes of like. People getting up on stage and screaming over and over $5 foot long, and just more people would come on and just, like, add to the gang vocals of it, and they just kept jamming on it for, like, I swear to God, 20 minutes. That's amazing. Yeah, incredible. (laughs) I I very fondly, whenever I hear that song, I can only think of hearing it live for
0: a long time. (laughs) That's kind of ideal, I think.
1: It was amazing. It was truly amazing. God, you love it. You (laughs) love to see it.
0: If you think about it, really, the $5 foot long... Is a sandwich yeah. whose length is truly best depicted by a twenty-minute song?
1: Yeah, it's it's I, like what what excitement you know, like because the five-dollar footlong. God, we're getting ahead of ourselves. The five-dollar footlong. What a what a perfect piece of marketing and what a perfect uh, thing to to offer the world a five-dollar footlong. Are you kidding me? That's better than bodega prices. Let's
0: go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and especially like c- coming out of that like subway quality like. <sighs> You know, say what you will about the quality of subway sandwiches. Sure, sure. they're they're middling at best, but like they're middling, yes. and middling is yeah. pretty good for five dollars. A five dollar
1: a five dollar middling sandwich. Let's go. Twenty minute song. Guess how much that cost
0: in Canada? Is it six dollars? Something like that. Yep. All right, sweet. That's <laughs> sorry. Move uh, move down uh, here. I, I shit you not. I think that we, uh, at least at the local one near my house. uh, for a while, they were calling it the $6 12-inch. <laughs> 5.79 foot long! <laughs> Which, like, I wish I could make this shit up, but that's very real. <laughs> that's that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I've
1: eaten a lot of $5 foot longs in my day. I have very fond memories. Um, as, a, as a kid, uh, you know, there was a subway in our town. It was, like, the only thing we had in our town. So, like, half days from school, we all go to the subway. And I, I just have a lot of fond memories of eating a lot of $5 foot longs. I also have fond memories of one day... A friend of mine walked into the subway when we were all there, and another friend was so excited he picked him up and flipped him upside down. And as he did that, he kicked a light, like, off the (laughs) ceiling, like an entire light. And the guy behind the counter stopped, and we looked at him, and he went, not gonna lie, that was pretty cool, man. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, who cares?
0: (laughs) That's incredible.
1: Yeah, Uh... I, I... I have very fond memories of Subway, um, which is a perfect way to get into this discussion about subs. What do you want to talk about with subs today?
0: Yeah, well, okay, so so I skipped a really crucial part, which is where I get my guests to actually like introduce themselves and talk about food oh, a little sure. bit. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you're Giovanni Colantonio. We got over that part. Yeah. Check that off the list next. Uh, yeah. all, right, all right, cool. What do you do? Where do you live? What do you eat? Uh, basically, tell me about your food life. Yeah, my yeah.
1: social security number is. Yeah. Um, my my food life. I, I mean I'm am an Italian man, and so I'm more olive oil than blood. Sure. Um, you know that's that's obviously something important. But I will say I'm a huge huge sandwich man. Okay. Um, I've always been a big sandwich man. And when you know my my parents, it's like they send you to school every day with a packed lunch that is a packed like Italian sandwich, right? You know, on on some on some white bread, whatever. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't spring for the good stuff, mom. Um, but you know, like I, I love a good sandwich, right? I, and, and subs are a rare treat for me. Um, I eat a sandwich every day, folks, lunch every single day. I eat a sandwich, same thing every single day for lunch. I get some salami and prosciutto from my grocery store. I put some cheese and lettuce on it and I eat that for lunch every single day because I'm a monster. Um, I just really like sandwiches, and I really like Italian sandwiches. Sure. Uh, I mean, and, I don't think that st-
0: makes you a monster. I think that just means you have a routine. That makes you more of an adult than most people.
1: I feel like it's a little bit like, oh, you eat the same sandwich every day? You, it, there's nothing... There's no joy in your life? Um, <laughs> and, and to that, I say, yeah, there's none. Uh, yeah, so, so I mean, that's that's my thing. I've, I've always been a sandwich person. Subs, I think, are a wonderful... They're the perfect lunch. I mean, like, when mm. I think of lunch... I like, I struggle to think of something to eat other than a sandwich. Because you don't want to, like, cook food, right? Like, sure. the point of lunch, if you're at home, is like, yeah, I want to, like, prepare something. I don't want to cook something. Like, I'm not going to, in the middle of the day, get up from work and be like, time to cook uh, a chicken. Um, that's ridiculous. Sure. What I will do is get up and assemble something. And lunch is an assembly meal, in my mind, unless it's a weekend. That's, that's like, a different story. Sure. But, like, you know, during during the work week or whatever, like, lunch is an assembly meal for me. And so the sub and the sandwich is, like, the perfect lunch food because it's it's so easy to just, like, throw the thing. Like, there's no faster food that you can make that will fill you up in that way, right? Sure. Like, I, I you know, even a salad, it's like, well, you have to cut some vegetables, right? And you have <laughs> to dress the salad. Like, a sandwich is literally like, I pulled a bunch of plastic bags out of my fridge that have <laughs> some deli meats in them. And I threw him into a sandwich with the most... Like, I used no muscles to do this. Sure. Um, And, like, within two minutes it's like I have a meal that will fill
0: me up. Yeah. Um, and even the lettuce, a, even the lettuce on a yeah. sandwich, you don't really chop. You just kind of tear it no. off like an animal.
1: Yeah. You, you get, you get a piece, you get a big old iceberg or romaine, you tear a leaf off and like, that's it. You yeah. pull a piece of cheese out of a, uh, whatever, whatever cheese you're using. And like, there's no, there's no preparation, um, you know, and you can get fancy with it. Obviously it's like, oh, sure. mustard on it, blah, 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 blah. oil and vinegar. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, but the, the joy of the sub for me is like, you don't need to do that. Like, you can genuinely spend two minutes at most making, like, a, a filling and delicious sandwich um, if you have everything on hand. And, like, that's why I eat a sandwich every day. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I respect that. I, mm-hmm. I am bad at lunch. I have gotten sure. into a habit of being really good at breakfast in that, mm-hmm. like— I don't necessarily eat the most filling breakfast, but I will have breakfast every morning. Look, I'll make sure to yeah. have a couple of cups, bleh, make sure to have a couple of cups of coffee. <laughs> Didn't do that today, which is why I'm having trouble speaking. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only had one today, which was a choice. Um, and you know, I'll make myself my cheesy toast, and like you know, if we have fruit, I'll snack on some fruit as well. Whatever. Yeah. Um, lunch is where I consistently like fall short of the glory of god a little bit and we'll like you know i'll scrounge i'll scrounge whatever we got and uh, yeah if we have cold cuts it ends up being a sandwich and if we don't it ends up being takeout <laughs> a lot of the time <laughs> yeah, yeah which is for fine, sure but but not yeah. sustainable um but i think that you're you're really onto something with like the sandwich is the perfect lunch dish assuming you can eat sandwiches obviously yeah. if you have a gluten intolerance sandwiches radically decrease in quality because let's face it gluten-free bread and eh. but like yeah the sandwich is otherwise kind of perfect it's perfect yeah. again
1: it's it's the assembly nature of it right it's mm-hmm. just like i don't think there's any other food that y- it really like hits the basis of is fast to put together and is filling right like yeah you can pour a bowl of cereal in a second but like you know cereal's not like it's not super filling a lot of the time, right? It's right. just kind of like, it's almost like a snack. Um, you know, you again, like, if you have leftovers, cool, reheat them. That's also a perfect lunch. Oh, of like, course. Like, great. Um, but, but, like, yeah, I, I just can't, you know, like, even a soup, right? Even a soup is like, well, you, know, you got to put it on the stove and throw everything in it, and then you have to wait. Like, there's no wait time. It's just, like, middle of my day. And especially, like, if you have a lunch break, right? right. And, and, again, like, work from home is very weird because I don't know that people really... <laughs> do lunch breaks you know what i mean like i think <laughs> people's people's like personal lives are so like hard to separate right and it's just kind sure. of like oh i don't i don't take lunch breaks i just i just work constantly when i'm home mm-hmm. um but like if you are somebody who is really taking a lunch break like you don't want to be spending the time of your lunch break making a thing like you no. want to make a sandwich and then go off and and eat and that's like why it's perfect
0: yeah exactly you you want a lunch that at at most takes you a couple minutes to make because then yeah. you can kind of go do other things afterward because you don't want to waste your hour of lunch break making no. and eating lunch. You want to eat lunch in like ten minutes and then play a video game for like forty five right. minutes or something.
1: Which which is what I used to do when I when I used to be like in an office. Right. Um. Like what I would do is you you get an hour of lunch break. You know for for some of my old jobs and like I would take that full time and I would go to like some sort of deli that had seats Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I would get a sandwich that like took a second to prepare or whatever, you know, like very very quick. Eat it in like 10 minutes, and then it's just like cool, I have 50 minutes to play my switch. You know, like
0: and and uh, those those were the good old days. Those are truly the good old days. Yeah. Um, Well and yeah, yeah. The the other thought that I had while you were like explaining, you know, alternative quick options for lunch that aren't as filling. The thing about like salads and soups is that like Sure, they both are also like they can be quick. You know, if you've got salad left over from the day before, if you have leftovers of anything really, it's pretty quick to just throw that in a bowl, throw it on a plate, whatever. I would argue you could even throw it into the sandwich if you're feeling adventurous. Yeah, yeah, but sure. like, you know, a soup. I don't want a soup without a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Most yeah, of the I, time. I mean, that's. Do, do you know why that is? Because of marketing. No, because soup's not a meal. Oh, uh, yeah, that works too. We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're back <laughs> at it. You, you, get, you got to admit when you say something like that, you're admitting that you don't consider soup a meal. Sure. Right? I
0: okay. think soup can be a meal.
1: I know, we've talked about this <laughs> for an hour already, and we're not gonna relitigate it. I no. just want to point out that I that's a point for me in yeah, this yeah. ongoing debate. This
0: is some gotcha journalism in which the journalist yeah. gets
1: gotcha. I am well I'm I pay hey, you're you got gotcha. you're the
0: real journalist, I am the podcaster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they they both count. They yeah. truly both sure, count.
0: Sure. We'll we'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been genuinely considering taking some journalism courses as electives when I go back to school this year so that I can feel like a more legitimate podcaster. No, but that'll make you an illegitimate podcaster immediately. Yeah, exactly. The real thing is that I need to do some DMT. Um so I got to ask you what is your ideal sub? Cuz I know what mine is. Like okay. and and I know I mean you just explained, you know, making it at home, but right. let's say you're going to a place. Let's say you're like sure. going out for lunch. And you're going to a restaurant that does subs, not necessarily Subway. Although I realize that sounds like I'm setting it up to be Subway, but like you know, a a Subway-esque restaurant. It could be a Quiznos. It could be a third place that does subs. It could be a diner. What's your like? If you see that sub on the menu, you're like, that's the one, baby.
1: It's it's an Italian every time. I mean, there. Look, and I'm biased and I understand that, but, like, it truly is the best, right? Sure. Like an, a, a good Italian sub that is, like, the proper distribution of, of those meats that you would put in an Italian sub, right? You know, your salami, um, your whatever other meats are Italian that are escaping my mind right now. The B, um, the M, and the T. The B, the N, the T. And then you just do, like, a little bit of oil and vinegar on that. You do a little bit of salt and pepper. Um, that's, like, that's it, right? That's, like, that's the ideal sub. Um, you know, when i wawa do you know about wawa as a as a someone who is not of new jersey no so wawa is like this this chain of uh 711s or like convenience stores in new jersey that everyone always talks about and the reason everyone always talks about them is cuz like it's it's a holy ground like it is mm. truly it is the place um and they have a sandwich you know counter at every wawa and the joy of it is that you don't talk to a human being. You <laughs> just get a screen, and you go on that screen, and you uh, enter what you want, and then someone behind the counter makes the thing, and you never interact with a person, Ooh. which is ideal. For, it's perfect. Um, and that's that's the thing I get every time, right? It's just like, give me an Italian sub uh, with oil and vinegar, salt and pepper, and like that to me is is perfect. Here's what I'll say though, I'm gonna. I was going to tweet this earlier, and then I decided to leave it as a reveal for the episode. Okay. Despite being an Italian, I'm going to say something controversial. Mm. I don't like mortadella. Okay. You know about mortadella? Oh, I know mortadella. For listeners, mortadella is a type of ham that Italians are obsessed with. I don't know how to describe it other than the fact that it's like if you put a bunch of dumb shit in ham, (laughs) right? Like, it just has all these, like... It's ham, but it has all these, like, bits and pieces in it that, like, you end up spitting out because you're like, this is disgusting. Why is there weird hard stuff in my ham? Um, Italians love it. They love mortadella, and any, like, half the time when you get an Italian sub, the quality of that sub is entirely determined by how much mortadella is on the sub. Mm -hmm. I will stand by this. Mortadella, we gotta stop. Italians, listen, I'm Giovanni (laughs) Colantonio. 100% Italian father from Capistrano, like let's talk stop putting so much mortadella on the subs a little bit a little bit fine maybe a little bit but like it's salami put the, put the salami on the sub okay <laughs> like let's let's stop messing around uh,
0: that's a hill that I wanna that I want to die on in this podcast today. sure I will say I uh, growing up I had a lot of mortadella and uh, it didn't i don't have a vendetta against it in the way that you do sure. but it's not my favorite either i am um, i'm looking at it now the like chunks of stuff that you find in it can vary yeah. it tends to be like black peppercorns Um yeah but it, wikipedia is telling me it can also be pistachios or myrtle berries that's um, disgusting that disgusts <laughs> me <laughs> i think what i've only ever doing? had it with peppercorns which uh I don't mind. As a kid, the peppercorns kind of threw me off a little bit. I won't lie, because you know you, you bite into a peppercorn as a child, and you're like, "What is this assault on my taste buds?" Um, I just
1: don't. I just don't get why you want to eat ham with stuff in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, like, wait, I, wait, wait, the peppercorn, Peppercorn's fine, whatever. Like, whatever. I, it, but it's like, yeah, if you're if you're putting like a pistachio in it, like, what, the, what are you talking about? Like, sure. who did this? Yeah. Who was the Italian? <laughs> who was the first Italian that like took a piece of ham and was like. Oh, I'm gonna put a pistachio in this ham. And it's like, <laughs> did you get? Did they get kicked out of the village? Like, what? What happened to that person? Why? Why were they allowed to do this? And were there consequences? That's the question that I have um, constantly. I, so, to prep for this episode, I actually ordered an Italian sub. Okay. Um, from from a local Brooklyn joint that I've like been getting really pumped about lately. It's called I can't remember the name of it. It's literally the most generic name that you can imagine, though. It's literally like. Sal and you know Mike's subs or something, Sorry. right? It's it, it, they make they make very good subs, but again, like I had some of those moments where I was like, oh, what's this? And, I, and like reaching reaching into my mouth, and it's like, oh, I've pulled out some sort of thing that I cannot place as a food Ooh. that is just in this meat, Uh-oh. and it's like, is it a pistachio? Is it a peppercorn? I don't know. I don't want to eat it. Um, so that's that's how I feel. Um, you know, it is. I feel very strongly about the subject. Um, I, I think I love I love a good sub. Italian subs are, are I think the best. Um, but but you got you got to get the distribution right. You can use mortadella, but like if it's more mortadella than salami, then like I think you have messed up. And also, if you're making the mortadella, please just don't make it fancy. Like don't do the fancy stuff. Sure. Like whatever. Pepper peppercorn fine, but like if I bite and all of a sudden there's something hard, I like it's over for me. Uh, what about you? What's your what's your favorite sub?
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I I kind of go back and forth. I think so so obviously if I if to go to Subway, um I'm I'm one of those people who actually really likes the meatball sub at at sure, Subway. sure, Um you know, standard beef meatballs, marinara sauce, cheese melted over it. Um I like to throw black olives on there, but I know that's controversial. Um
1: No, I I I love black olives on a sub.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. I did, at Subway, at Subway, I would always put black olives on anything I was getting. It did not matter. Yeah, exactly. Like that's black it. olives, green peppers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. And, and so I think that for me is the, like, if I think sub, that's the kind of first picture that comes to mind is either the Italian sub or the, the meatball from Subway specifically. But I think that if I were to go to a place and see a sub on the menu and, it were to like glow off the menu at me and be the most exciting thing in the world. Um, That's not what I get from a meatball sub or an Italian. Like those are my kind of staples, yeah. you know. For me, it's the Philly steak sandwich. Oh, okay. Which, yeah, <laughs> like I know, which is funny to me. <laughs> How come
1: it's Philly, baby? Have you had like an actual Philly uh, oh, no. cheese steak? No, no. <sighs> then you haven't had it you no exactly. gone go yeah
0: well that's it yeah. like, i haven't actually had a real one um and i don't know if you know people who frequently eat a cheesesteak would call it a sub but like the bread is a sub bread yeah, you know it's a sub. i, yeah, I yeah. think it counts um and where i live anytime that you have a like submarines section to a menu which they always call it because it's always written in yeah. french first and then they translate it to english <laughs> and it's incredible
1: um, that's amazing
0: cuz you know in french it's a soumarin and they're not going to you know translate that properly into english they're going to translate it literally so i had a submarine for lunch um yeah and there's always a philly steak on there um which to me is great i love i love the thin sliced beef i love the cheese sauce usually here at least it comes with like onions mushroom and green pepper and i'm all about that the one i got today <laughs> had yeah no green peppers okay uh had tomato and lettuce in addition to the mushroom and onion uh and instead of cheese sauce it had just swiss cheese but not even enough to like really feel like there was cheese on the sandwich this is the
1: most grotesque thing i've ever heard in my life i
0: I was furious i i uh, may or may not have lied to uber eats and told them that the sandwich didn't show up so that i could get a Ah. refund you know, and that's ethical. <laughs> yeah, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> that's it. Uh, well, especially because the the you know the menu for the restaurant said that it came with like a specifically a yellow cheese sauce. I think was the wording they used, and there was certainly yeah. not that on there. So,
1: absolutely, dis- well, yeah. I mean, it's it's yellow cheese, I guess. Yeah. Uh, here's a question: Is a hot dog a sub?
0: Uh, no, no, a hot okay. dog is not a sub because the sub is the bun. It's about the sandwich shape. The hot dog uh, bun is not the right size. Or the so right texture. You, okay,
1: you know. so if you if you filled a sub bread with hot dogs, <laughs> is that a is that a s is
0: that it? I, ooh, okay, okay. Here's where I'm at. I yeah. think a a hot dog, like a standard ass hot dog, in a standard ass hot dog bun. Yeah, not a sub. Okay. I think a fancy like like frankfurter on a on a bun that is functionally like a Subway bun <laughs> bread. Yeah, yeah. But it's a hot dog, like and by all other definitions. Yeah. I don't like calling it a sub and I would roll my eyes at someone for calling it a sub, but I guess it kind of is a hot dog sub. Here's the thing. Hot dogs are always like
1: one size, right? Even if they're jumbo, like, you know, a hot dog is pretty much all, they're they're one size, right? Like there's the packaging is a lie. Sure. What if you made a hot dog that was big and was single hot dog that was big enough to fill a sub.
0: We talking a foot long hot dog?
1: We're talking a foot long hot dog that is like thick. Like that is we're not talking like a thin. We're talking like it scales up with the length, right? Oh. You're talking a hot dog that is like a couple inches high, right? Like a good six inches high. Um, <laughs> oh
0: no. No, no <laughs> <a> foot long, <laughs> no, no, long No 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 six six inches <laughs> high on a sub No, no, hang on. It can't be <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I, I don't think the ratio there can be 50. percent I don't think it can be half as thick as it is wide. I mean, why not? It's just, look,
1: it's just an example. It's just an I think example. It's a
0: gross example. That's like a that's like six a whole inch foot long hot dog.
1: Look, hey, work with me. <laughs> six inch foot long hot dog right. on on a sub bread. Is that a sub?
0: Um god i think it's a gallstone um
1: yeah it's certainly i mean <laughs> look i'm we're not talking if it's going to kill you because the answer is yes what we're talking is if when you die you'll be able to your relatives will be able to say yeah uh they died eating a sub
0: that's that's oh, that's what i'm asking god no i think i think no, it would be no a, what i think it would be a hot dog I think it would be a but disgusting why? hot dog. But, but you just—you just, but you just said
1: that the sub is determined by the bread. I did, didn't I? So, what's the definition of a sub? Uh, I mean, the how def- do you define sub?
0: <sighs> For me, it's someone who gets sexual pleasure from. Okay, yeah, okay, yes. it had uh, to come up at yeah, some point, yeah, during right? The yeah, of course, right. Natural, yeah. it, 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 it's
1: when you have—it's it. when you have subtitles instead of dubs. got it. Yeah, we yeah, hit yeah, the whole exactly. gamut. Yeah, but you're—you're avoiding the question, which is—is a big hot dog a sub? Like I think... we're not talking about putting it in a hot dog bun. We're talking about putting it in like a, a subway sub. Oh. Italian urban cheese, six inch hot, do- twelve inch <laughs> hot dog, six inches wide.
0: Oh god, I hate it. But yeah, I think it's a
1: sub. It's a sub. I'm sorry. Like, what is the- a sub? Is what if we're just defining it by the bread? And if we're just defining it as like, yeah, you put meats in a bread. It's a- yeah okay? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, if you put a bunch of roast beef, it would be a sub. So why can't you put a gigantic hot dog in it and that'd be a sub?
0: That's yeah. all I'm asking. No, I think this you're right. Question I think you're I right. I on the show to ask. Where where, I, where I'm where i concerned... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that might be why I'm concerned about a lot of this. I don't know if it is more a hot dog or more a sub. Like, I think that on a menu, right. if they called it anything but a jumbo hot dog sub... Yeah. They'd be doing you a disservice because you wouldn't know what you're ordering.
1: I will say that at my bodega Mm -hmm. next door, on the menu outside, they do have a picture of one sandwich that is just a big sausage in sandwich bread. And it says sausage sandwich. (laughs) And I think about it every day. I go to that bodega frequently. I look at it every day and think, what are you talking about? (laughs) But are they wrong? No. Here's the thing is is sub deter- what is the sub determined by what is the sandwich determined by is it by the bread is it by what's in it like we get into really complicated questions here and that's when you start to get into this breakdown where you're like well is a hot dog a, a sandwich whatever like that question mm-hmm. because you're kind of like well wh- what is it are we saying it has to be a certain kind of bread or we have to you know what what is the construction of it you can't be like well bun you know it doesn't count because it's connected at the bottom it's like so, it's, you could have connected bread anywhere in a sandwich um I think this gets very complicated, and and I just want to point out that if you had a six foot, six foot, a six foot tall, a, a, a twelve inch hot dog that was six inches tall, and it was in just an Italian urban cheese bread, and you were just eating, it, if you were just sitting outside eating it, for everyone to see, for the entire world just to witness what you were doing, like people would have to reckon with the fact that that's a sub.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I think I think where I'm at, I think that the the base definition of a sub is that it is a type of sandwich, so a, right. a type of you know holdable bread with stuff inside a, it.
1: A uh, genus of sandwich,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. The the species of familia, or whatever. Yeah, I mean familia yeah. is sub, and uh, the the bread specifically has to be cylindrical or you know close okay. to cylindrical uh, and split lengthwise. Okay. That yeah. is, that is uh, I think that if you're doing anything else, that's why I think like a normal hot dog bun is not a sub, right? Like if you just took a hot dog and expanded the dimensions to make it 12. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're not saying that. We're not yeah, saying that. Yeah. Like, yeah, if it was just a large hot dog, it would be a large hot dog, right? Yeah. Like whatever. But like once you move the giant hot dog onto a different bread, yeah, I don't know. Like And I mean, like, because f- for example, yeah you, we talked about it like you you can put a hot dog just on regular bread anytime yeah. you want sure but like what, what do you call it is that a hot dog like what makes <laughs> like it's it's weird to me that we define what a hot dog is specifically by the dog itself mm-hmm. you know what i mean like w- but you can put the dog in anything yeah you know and like how do we how do we reckon with that fact um you know and you can slice it up and do stuff with it but it's like i don't know like is that still a hot dog? Like what? I, I know that we're getting beyond our topic here, which is sub. We're getting into the, the philosophy of hot dog. Um, but again, like I would I would pose to, to your listeners and and to you that um you can put a six inch tall hot dog on some on a sub, and nobody can tell you not to do it. Well, okay, people can tell you not to do it, <laughs> but nobody can tell you don't do it because it's not a sub. Yeah. Then you can say actually. Yes
0: it is. No, I think that's fair. I think it's a I think it's a food crime, which is why you're here. But but I do think you're right that no one can deny that it is a sub.
1: Yeah, and that's all that's all I wanted to come on here today to talk about. Um, big hot dog is a sub. Yep. And uh and that's and and you know, that's that's good. And and I hope we all learned something important here today about big hot dog.
0: Yeah. Hey, it's The Midroll. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review I get during the month of July, I'll be donating $2 to Gender Creative Kids. Gender Creative Kids is an organization that aims to run workshops and community events for trans, non-binary, and gender-creative youth, providing gender-affirming gear, educational tools, advocacy, and help for parents learning how to better adapt to their kids' changing needs. Yeah. <laughs> Having parents who are properly equipped and affirming of your gender identity is a really huge factor for improving the quality of life of trans kids. And you can learn more about what Gender Creative Kids is doing to help with that at the link in the description of this episode. Now that this show has been heavily focused on food for a while, I went back and noticed that most, if not all, of our existing Apple Podcast reviews are super outdated and still talk about this like it's a comedy podcast. And also, they still use he, him pronouns for me, which I don't use anymore. I use they, them pronouns now pretty exclusively. So if you've already left a review, in the past, maybe take this opportunity to go update it, and I'll include that as a new review, even if it's technically just an update of an old one, because accurate reviews that don't misgender me are more helpful than outdated ones that do. We've gotten three new reviews this month, which is wonderful, I I appreciate that a lot, but uh, one of them did use he-him pronouns for me, uh, which is not my favorite thing in the world, Uh, but it was a really nice review, so, you know, kind of 50-50 on that one. But anyway, leave a review, if you feel like it. Lastly, if you haven't had a chance yet to listen to last week's episode where Kenny Struley and I talked about dairy farms, pretzels, and kidney stones, go queue that up to listen to after this one. Kenny is an absolute joy to work with, and he has a really cool crowdfunding campaign going on right now to raise money for his next big project, Stoned, a uh, stage play about kidney stones, uh, and you can hear all about it on that episode, uh, including where to go to support him financially and get some tasty treats in the process. So yeah, go listen to that. All right, that's enough for me. Let's get back to my conversation with Giovanni Colantonio. I like Big Hot Dog.
1: Yeah, I also like Big Hot Dog, which is also my new nickname. Uh, and I would like, the next time I'm on the show, for you to introduce me as Giovanni Big Hot Dog Colantonio.
0: I will do my best to remember to do that. You're just going
1: to keep expanding my list of credentials every time.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, naturally, you are ever-expansive in your... Fuck, man, I didn't sleep last night or have two cups of coffee <laughs> today. <laughs> I need water, uh, oh. as you can tell, I'm sure. Well, I'm, I'm always happy to,
1: to come on and absolutely ruin your world is there anything else you wanted to you know go over with sub before we wrap up um what do you what do you call it where you are
0: sub just sub
1: yeah a sub I, you know it it has there's some regional differences right yeah. like uh, new jersey very much hoagie they call co- in like philly or whatever it's it's a hoagie um i remember in college when i learned about wawa you know it was like that's a hoagie that's not a sub and there was a whole thing where wawa holds hoagie fest Okay. And everyone kept telling me like Hoagie Fest, it's the best. We love Hoagie Fest. And then I went, and Hoagie Fest is literally just like, there's a sale on hoagies. You know, there was no <laughs> festival of hoagies. It was just like, it was like, yeah, you go to Wawa and this type of hoagie is a dollar off. And I remember getting in a fight with my with uh my girlfriend at the time and being like, it's not a festival. She was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, that's just a hoagie sale. She was like, no, it's the hoagie fest. And I was like, no, it's not a hoagie. It's not a festival. That's just a hoagie sale.
0: It's kind of the Toyotathon of sandwich sales.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we, we also we also call them heroes. You know, obviously, hmm. um, that's that's a big one. Uh, I usually go with sub, but hero is my secondary. Hoagie is my third. Um, hoagie rising. <laughs> what is it? Sub. <laughs> Sub rising <laughs> oh no I, I don't know enough about astrology to make this joke yeah, uh, yeah. but that's 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 my own choice but uh, I will fair. never I don't call it a hoagie I can't legally did I hurt you I'm so sorry you did a little bit you did <coughs> that's, good. that's good that's what I'm here to do yeah I, I'm wearing you down slowly with each appearance Yeah. just it, taking taking a little bit more out of you it's working
0: <laughs> I'm losing my will to live <laughs>
1: Do you feel slower after the last time we have spoken? <laughs> you know, we don't have to get into
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> this, seems, this, this seems like, existential. Real existential deep dive into my feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. Don't make That's what we want to do those. on this food podcast. No, there's a reason it's a food podcast now. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. I'm just thinking about how, like, the last interview that I recorded before this one was like really, really informative and really like deep dive into like a, a locally loved pastry with like a yeah. food network chef who like has won awards yeah. and shit. And, uh, and this one is,
1: and this one is way more informative. <laughs> and the the food network chef is going to like go back and listen to this episode and be like, oh, damn, that's, oh, I should quit. Well, I, I can't. I can't do this job anymore. I'm not an expert. I don't know anything about big hot dog.
0: I've never thought about big hot dog as sub. But big hot dog, I is really, sub. damn, I, I really never
1: thought about how big hot dog could become sub. <laughs> yeah, just everyone at Food Network resigning. You know, they're just like, they're like, look, uh, we crunched the data, and um, it just turns out that we don't have enough knowledge uh, in this kitchen, and uh, we think it's best if we leave, and we hire Col Antonio, uh, who will uh, do all the food shows now. Yeah. Are, are Join in for my for my <laughs> Friday night food show, Big Hot Dog. It's where I travel around the country, and I eat the biggest hot dogs. Honestly, I'd watch it. I You know what? I wouldn't, but I would say that I would watch it. I would be like, have you seen Big Hot Dog? And people would be like, no, is it good? And I'd be like, no idea. But it sounds funny.
0: <laughs> I think we've got something here. I'm going to call Guy Fieri and uh, put you yeah. guys in touch, get, get you up, in a guy? pitch meeting.
1: Yeah, I think Guy would love this idea. I think, I think if he you would. Sat down, if you sat down with a Guy and you were like, yo, I got an idea where I travel the country and I eat big hot dogs, and he'd be like, just hot dogs? And I'd be like, yeah, but they're big. He'd be like, oh, whoa. <laughs> he'd like, love it, would absolutely love it. He'd have like, a how list big of we, places how for big to talk
0: already.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, how big are we talking? I'd be like, I want a foot-long, six-inch hot dog. And he'd be
0: like, um, okay. This crazy cat is serving up 12-inch hot dogs that are six inches thick. <laughs> The biggest let's, hot dog you got, my man. Alright, let's end this fucking show. Giovanni yeah, please do you have any final words of wisdom about sub big hot dog? Uh the, the, those two things mostly, I guess. Uh and Stop. also where can people find you if you want to be found?
1: A hot dog, but you put all the mortadella stuff in it, so it's a hot dog with all the, the, oh, the crappy with all the crappy <laughs> pistachios and like peppercorns <laughs> floating in it. Uh that's that's the word it. of wisdom I would like to leave this on. No. Um Look, Food Network, if you're listening, make mortadella hot dog. Uh, I just want to see it. And make it 12 inches long and 6 inches thick. That's a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Um, Anyways, that's all I got. If you want to check out my stuff, Against, against your best instincts if you want to check out my stuff after hearing this episode uh, you can read my writing about video games, I guess, on digitaltrends.com, you can listen to me talk about video games on Left Trigger Right Trigger, which is a video game podcast um, yeah, those are those are the two
0: main ones hey, I just sent you a really important photo in our Facebook oh,
1: chat oh my god, it looks even worse than I would have ever imagined <laughs> oh, that's what mortadella hot dog looks like <laughs> Oh, no, Food Network, don't do it. Hey, Food Network, don't do it. This is like, if you make mortadella hot dog, you will be opening a Pandora's box. That is like, that is, that's pandemic two in the making. <laughs> that's that's the patient zero for the next, for COVID-21. That's going to be, that's going to be mortadella hot dog. Like, we, oh, we traced it back at somebody made mortadella hot dog and it, 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 it was a problem. <laughs>
0: i just tried to google six inch thick hot dogs but i accidentally <laughs> just googled six hot dogs <laughs> oh
1: no you just googled six hot dogs you're yeah. gonna get the worst you're gonna get the worst targeted ads for the next week
0: <laughs> oh god thickest hot dog do you dog. want six
1: <laughs> hot dog Costco you can get six of them
0: at 31 years old gorilla tango novelty meets CEO and big hot dog inventor Dan Abate holds the whoa, Guinness whoa, whoa, whoa. world record Yo, this guy's big coming for hot you hot dog inventor yeah what does that mean he invented big hot dog <laughs> you can't
1: invent big hot dog you can't just hang on no no I know we're in the outro but you can't just take the thing that exists make it big and say I invented big thing oh that's not you can't do that you but, can't make a hamburger that's big and say, yeah, I'm the inventor of Big Hamburger.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like Dan can. Uh, he holds the Guinness World Record for the largest hot dog commercially available. It is seven pounds and measures 16 inches in length and four inches in diameter. So it's a similar ratio not, to Not yours, thick enough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not thick enough. Nope. Sorry, Dan. Add yeah, another, two, another two inches to that, su- to that bad boy, that sucker. I am going to sue that person. I don't care. You can't, you can't have a patent on Big Hot Dog and I'm going to the courts. Supreme Court. Supreme Court's going to hear about this one.
0: <laughs> Tune in next week as we continue our coverage of Giovanni versus Dan. The Big Hot Dog battles. You don't own Big Hot Dog. <laughs> Gavel sound here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, God. Well, hey, that was great. Thank you so much. I love that. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of No Bad Food. Do you want to be part of the conversation? Do you want to yell at me and Giovanni about food crimes hit us up on twitter and instagram at no bad food pod if you like this episode and want to help me make the show even better you can head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod to donate for as little as a dollar a month you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like patrick who requested today's topic hi patrick thank you gabriel Kendallin, carlea thomas george poppy killian sarah angelica and andrew laura chantal and david patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show like patrick did today thanks again patrick if that's exciting for you you can head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod to make it happen. We also have merch, of course, and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at T Public. And of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice, ideally one that doesn't misgender me, and by sharing this with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach Ingalls, and our cover art is by David Flam. You can find links for both of them, as well as links to everything that Giovanni wants you to check out, in the description of this episode. Last but certainly not least, this show is produced and edited by me, Tom Latni, as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. See you next week. You understand. The Multiverse Theory Corgis Queer Representation Reconciliation Angels Demons Squirrels Moose Moose and squirrels Sorcerers Dinosaurs Barbarians Forests Giants Rogues Warlocks Plains. Sewers Lavender Natural Toonie A Canadian Dungeons and Dragons podcast Right here on the Upford Network
1: (laughs) Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts.